0: We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I prefer to stand, but my leg is still in some pain. For your information, you have been all praying for me, and I thank you so much. Thank you. And guess what? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you. I feel a little bit better. And uh, the doctor told me, wait for two, three days, and emailed me in uh, about uh, two weeks. So if he's saying that, that means it's going to take some time for me to get completely back to normal. Meanwhile, keep praying, and I thank you so much for your prayers. We have a couple we need to pray for. They have COVID-19. We, I miss I miss them. They are not in their chair. It's um, uh, Alex and Kalina. They contracted it. We don't know where from, but uh, uh, Kalina was hit more than Alex. So keep praying for them. And they're getting, I checked, with Matt today and they are getting a little bit better, so thank God. We hope to see them in a couple of weeks or so. So before we do anything, let's say a word of prayers. Thank you Lord for having us to get back to maybe semi-normal or close to normal. And we thank you for allowing us to come to church old. We don't know what's this COVID-19, how it's going to turn out in the future, but so far, you have been with us. You have protected us. We will continue serving you as long as we have life within us. We will not quit we will continue. And this is your blessings upon us today for being here in your house. Bless us all and bless the world. In his wonderful name, the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, I said the church needs to be, to be encouraged. And I said, Lord... Give me, give me a message. And I looked at a church. I found two churches in the Bible that, when Paul wrote them his letter, I found out that Colossi and Thessalonica. If you read the first chapter you will notice that he is using the same words almost, the same words uh, to begin and write them. So I looked at Thessalonica, and open your Bible with me. I hope you have your Bibles. You know, you say, Adel, hey, I have the iPhone or iPad, mostly iPhone. But you know, I found out that there is nothing better than carrying your Bible and opening the book. And you know what? Because I carried my Bible all the time, I have so many notes on it. And so many messages by many people that sometimes I copy them. Sometimes. Some quotes and so on and so forth. And... I enjoy it much. If, if, you, have your, if you don't have your, your Bible, physical Bible, iPad is fine now. And let's look at uh, the letter of Paul to the church of Thessalonica. Chapter 1. I want to read 10 verses. Paul and Silvanus who is Silas and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ grace to you and peace we give thanks to God always for all of you making mention of you in our prayers constantly bearing in mind your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the presence of our God and Father. Knowing, brethren, beloved by God, His choice of you. For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit, And with full conviction, just as you know, what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake. You also became imitators of us and of the Lord, having received the word in which tribulation with joy and Holy Spirit. So that you became a model, an example To all the believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. I'll stop here. What attracted my attention is the word you became a model. And I asked myself the question, what kind of Christian am I? An example. A model, what kind of Christian am I? And let me ask you this question. And that's what started the research here. uh, What kind of Christians are we? And he wrote the same thing as I said before to the church in Colossae. And it's challenging and it challenged me. He tells them three things I want to cover if we have the time. He said, I thank God for the work of faith. For the labor of love and for the patience of hope. Which is the steadfastness, the patience of hope. There were the work of faith. And I looked at our church. Half of us are upstairs, but God bless them. They are doing ministry on the, in the future church. The future church is upstairs. And I'm happy. And thank God for the remaining, that church today, that we are here listening uh, to the Word of God. He mentions their work of faith, Paul writing. That means they showed their faith by the work they are doing. He said, you are showing me your faith You have accepted the responsibilities and the dangers that they may face. You may face. And guess what? They were so successful in spreading the word of God. Why? Because they went out to work showing that their faith was genuine. A person who Has no genuine faith. He's not born again by the Holy Spirit. Cannot go out and spread the good news. Because there is no experience in the heart. And that's true Christianity. Uh, What kind of Christian are we? What kind of Christian are you? You say you are Christian. I'm not addressing anyone. Say, I am a Christian. Uh, How? Oh, I have religion. I go to church every now and then. I am a good person, a good woman, a good man. And I live an honest life. Is that enough? Unless you are born again. Unless you are born again. And this is what the Lord addressing the man. What's his name? Who came to him at night. Nicodemus. He told him. Unless you're born again. You cannot enter the kingdom of
1: God. A new creation.
0: These people. This church. They went out. They took that challenge, their responsibilities, their Christianity, their new birth, they took it seriously. And faith, their faith was was so genuine. And it is, I tell you, brothers and sisters, it's a daily necessity to go out spread the gospel. We're living in difficult days. Almost everyone would tell you. Difficult days, difficult times. It's getting more difficult to live the way we know it in the United States. Many people are struggling. Many people have been have been so so sad and we are all sad to see men being killed women, children uh, all all kinds this is a very 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 reckless generation and we pray that God will hasten his coming will come and take those who are Born again, the believers who are waiting for Him. You know, to have faith in God is the cornerstone of life, period. And you know, sometimes I think of those who. Don't have this faith. Who, don't, who are not born again. Who are not the true Christians. Who do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. I really,
1: I really get
0: sad when I start looking and thinking about it. Like uh, when, uh, when doctors said, when I learn a patient has no faith in God, I dismiss the case. There is nothing to build on. Nothing to build on. It's faith in Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of the Christian life, your life and mine. So, ask yourself, if you were at coloshi if you are today at St. Ramon Valley Bible Church, You can say, well, what kind of Christian am I? The second thing that Paul said, I I cannot forget the labor of your love. Think about that. This tells us that their service for God is motivated by what? By love. Love motivates. Love to whom? To their Savior first and to others. It wasn't ordinary. It's not something that they experienced before, no. It's especially a result, a result of love for Christ. Someone wrote, Christianity is not a life to be endured for duty's sake, but a Christ to be served for love's sake. They started serving. They got saved and started serving. And they started showing the families around them. If there's anything to be done, they would do it. Though they were persecuted. They were persecuted by their families. By their friends. By anyone almost around them. This kind of love. That was working. Working in them. uh, It's not a love for profit. It's not a love because you say I love you. Love you too. We, we, we tell each other, hey, I love you. It comes on the phone. Love you too. It's good. But it should be from the heart all the time. They were loving from the heart. A love that you can translate in help. In going the extra mile. In doing things for others that you never did before. A love that shows... That you have been changed. That shows that we are changed. Paul writes to them in chapter 4 of Thessalonians. First chapter 4 verses, let me put it here. Verse 9, let me read it. Let me read it to you. Now as to to the love of the brethren, you have no need for anyone to write to you. Wow, it shows. For you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. And you know, I want to say something about our church. I have heard it many times. People come, and when I'm shaking their hands and talking to them, you know, you have love in this church. When we, when we come with a prayer request and we start praying, that shows the love for the brethren. And we pray and pray and ask about the people or the family we're praying for. And we follow through on it. That shows the love that we have in this church. And this is why I said, I, Lord... Speak to me so I can, I can be a blessing to the church. We, I thank you and the Lord thank you for the love that you have toward one another. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. What he love. And he tells them something else. He tells them, I thank God for you Thessalonians. For their, for your patience of hope. What's patience of hope? What are we talking about? This tells me that these new believers, though they are new believers, babes in Christ, were genuinely waiting for Jesus' return. How many times you heard yourself while talking to others, well, we are, we are looking for Jesus' return. I was talking to my sister yesterday, and she said, she said, Adol, I tell you one thing. We are just looking for the Lord to come and take us. I said, you're right. I think every believer should pray for that. Regardless how young or how mature you are, we are all waiting for the lord's return and he th- then and he was telling them thank you for your patience they were persecuted they were rejected they were beaten some of them died look at the history some of them died but they were still they never relented they still were waiting For the Lord to come and take them home. And our hope. The hope that we have. Is not the grave. The hope that we have. Is not here. The hope that we have. That we will be raptured. And joining the Lord Jesus Christ. With all his saints. And being there with him. Forever and ever. And he was telling them then. That's Paul. He was telling them, I thank you for your patience. And do you know what? This is not hoping like we say, okay, oh, we hope so. No. This is a, an unshakable hope that these believers had and continued And to have. He was proud of them. And you know what he said? We went to Achaia and Greece. He went there. He, He said, my heart was so burdened to tell them what kind of church you have here in Thessalonica. What kind of church you are. How you serve the Lord. How you... How you take persecution. How you praise God for everything. How joyful you are. He, he planned to tell the churches he visited. You know what? The churches he visited said, stop. We heard about them. We know about their love. We know about their work. We know... They have a sterling reputation. Let me ask a question. If people ask about us from outside, what would they hear about the church at San Ramon? What would they hear? You answer that. And then we ask a question, said Aidul, what made them different? What made these believer, believers followers of Christ in this manner? Oh, don't tell us We know, we heard. What will they hear? Let me ask you, how is your reputation? How is our reputation? when you meet someone, do make life easier on him or her. When they leave your company, say, oh, what a, what a lady. What a man. What a guy. When people talk about San Ramon Valley Bible Church outside, say, this is a church. You should know their love. You should know How they are. Each person is a blessing. Are you a blessing? Am I a blessing? Are we a blessing? That's the church. Read it at home. Read this first first chapter. Are we known, they will hear, to be faithfully involved? Are we known to be supportive of the work of God in our church? And let me ask you a question. We have a memorial service coming. Jim, if you were asked to give the eulogy about Jim, what would you say just think about that and if someone were asked to deliver a eulogy of you it's it's getting personal now okay what could you easily be told About me, about you, about any other one. What could easily be told? Would you say he was warm, he was kind, he was a great believer, he was helpful? When I say these things, I think of Jim. He was all these. I'm not trying to, to steal your eulogy, Mike. But I couldn't find any, any bad thing about this man who left us two years ago. Would they say these things, good things about you, that he was such and such caring, thoughtful, helpful and a big list. Would they say this about you? And would they say, Oh, I cannot give the eulogy. No? No, I can't. I can think of him as such. They had a reputation. That one of the one of the words that were used there that You became an example. Are we? You became a model. A model is to be copied, right? When people meet you and meet me, well, say, I want to be like her. I want to be like him. I read a story. I think I told you this. That affected me. Uh, Then and affected me now. This is a true incident occurred when a man was working in a shoe store in Nova Scotia. The man said that he noticed a barefoot little boy outside the baker's shop next door to the shoe store. The boy was trying to keep warm by standing on a hot air register outside the bakery. The man watching was uncertain about what to do about the little boy when a middle-aged lady came by. She spoke to the child and then brought him into the shoe store where she purchased shoes and socks for him. The child asked the lady, are you God's wife? She replied, no, son. I'm just one one of his followers. Well, I knew you must be related to him. He remarked as he thanked her and left. The unknown lady was a Christian worker for the cause of Christ. And the little boy and the man watching were able to recognize some Christ-like qualities in her. What kind of Christians you became a model. Your reputation has gone before you. All the believers in Achaia, Greece, in, uh, in, every, in every church... They knew about them. Paul said, well, <laughs> you stole, you stole my, my news. Okay, I'm glad. And he was so proud and so blessed that the reputation of this church, the example church, the model church in Thessalonica, the news were heard far, far away. And guess what? And the news are heard this morning, after over 2,000 years, about what kind of members they have in that church. Are we? How is your reputation and mine? Would say, I want to imitate them. I want to be like them. I want to live a life that brings glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. How others perceive us, may the Lord awaken our hearts and revive our spirits to continue this journey being being the model that God wants us to be. Let's only live what becomes a dedicated Christian. All of us. With the same zeal with the energy the believers had in the first century. Amen? This one heads for prayers. Father, we thank you that you allowed us. We are still preaching the gospel freely. Oh, Lord, may it continue until the trumpet sounds and you come to take us. Bless each and every family. Bless the church upstairs and the church downstairs. Bless your church, Lord. Not our church, only every church that preaches the gospel. And help us, Lord, to proclaim this true gospel, your word, to the whole world. Dismiss us we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. The meeting is over and may the Lord bless you.